Okay. I'm ready. You ready? Okay. We are in Sefer Malachim Aleph, Perek Ches, Pasuk Yud, by Yehi Bitzes HaKohanim, Min HaKodesh. So now we have brought in the Aron HaKodesh, the Kohanim carrying it into the Kodesh Kedoshim, and we start with Pasuk Yud, by Yehi Bitzes HaKohanim, Min HaKodesh, as the Kohanim file out of the Kodesh Kedoshim, there are none, Malay Espes Hashem. And the cloud, the cloud of glory, fills the Kodesh Kedoshim. Below Yochlu HaKohanim Lamod, Lesharis Mipneha Anan, they can't even uh, be there before the Anan, Kimolei Kavod Hashem Espes Hashem. In other words, the cloud of glory is filling the Kodesh Kedoshim. And if ever we needed proof positive that the Beis HaMikdash had been accepted by the Kodesh Baruch Hu, that the Kodesh Baruch Hu's, uh, himself, Kaviyochel, has descended into the Beis HaMikdash, his uh, Shekhinah is firmly planted there. This is it, the fact that the Anan. How do we know this? We know it from a pasuk in Vayikra in Achrimos, where I quote, Vayomer Hashem el-Moshe, Tabera Laharon, this is when the Mishkan is to be uh, dedicated. Al-Yavo b'chol eis el-Hakodesh mi-beis la-Poroches el-Penei ha-Kaporesh asher do not come into the Kodshay Kedoshim when our, because you will die, kiba onon ere al hakaporis. I will appear to you in a cloud on top of the kaporis, on top of the Aaron. This is a nevius, this is a prophecy. And here it has come true in the Beis HaMikdash. The Anon descends, the Kohanim must withdraw. Its spirit fills the entire Kodesh Kedoshim. And no one realizes this more than Shlomo, what he has wrought here and how exhilarated he is. And so, Oz Omar Shlomo Hashem Omar Lishchon Ba'arafel, that the Kaddish Baruch Hu dwells in the cloud, in the Onan. Arafel is a synonym for the Onan. And now, what Shlomo is going to do is do a three part recitation for the rest of the parent. Part one is a bracha to the people. Uh, which, as we're going to see, is a little problematic because we don't know the text. Two, it's going to be a history lesson, tracing back to the building of the Beis HaMikdash, to David being sort of rejected of building it, that it would fall to Shlomo. And three, finally, Shlomo's vision of what the Beis HaMikdash is there for, what it must accomplish, what it must mean to man, what it must mean to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Says, Shlomo says, Bano Banisi Beis Vulacha, I have built a house of resting for you, a place for you to dwell eternally. 
and now the king turns he blesses the entire uh, house of Israel uh, and they are all standing from this we learn a very key halacha of the base Hamikdash no one is allowed to sit in the Beis Hamikdash, with the exception of the king. And we are going to see that here Shlomo waves his prerogative, his kingly prerogative, and stands. And so he blesses the people. And the problem is, as the Radak points out, we have no written record of this bracha. Um, it could be integrated into the tefillah that comes later, but as a standalone bracha, we have trouble because it's not specifically there. It's been lost, as it were. So Shlomo blesses the people Vayomer, uh, and he says, "Baruch Hashem Elokei Yisrael Asher Diber Befiv Esdavid Avi." Blessed be God who has spoken to my father David. Now we're going to have the history part of this. And David carried out uh, what the Kaddish Baruch Hu commanded. This is the Kaddish Baruch Hu speaking, as it were. From the day I took my people out of Egypt, that's just Rami Mitzrayim. Lo barcharti be'ir mikol shiftei Yisrael livnos bayis. I have not selected a city uh, from any of the twelve tribes to build my house of worship, Liyoshmi, where my name will be to it. Shom be'evchar be'david Liyos alami Yisrael, and I have chosen David to do this to select the place of the base Hamikdash and to initiate the building process. This is not quite accurate. The history of the site of the Beis Hamikdash goes back literally to the days of creation. It is said that Adam, Harishon, brought his first sacrifice of thanks of Hodah uh, on the spot the Beis Hamikdash was built. According to tradition, Yitzchak is brought to the Akeda by Abraham on that site. Yaakov sleeps on that site on his way to Lavan, and so on and so on. Um, It appears time and time again the site of the Beis Hamikdash. So what does it mean that I've never disclosed? Say the Meforshim, Kodesh Morton never disclosed it to the nation of Israel. There are different individuals that he has disclosed that this is the site that will ultimately be his bias. Um, so David is the one that carries forward. It's very interesting that it's 400 years since B'nai Israel is either is brought to the promised land as it were, no one, no one has sought a site. No one has tried to bring up the question, where is the base on Mikdash that the Kaddish Baruch Hu said would happen once we got there? David takes it into his own hands. He buys the plot. He draws up the plans. He requests permission, which of course was denied, to 
build and complete the base on Mikdash. So the interesting thing is, Shlomo says it was David, but that it was not a total secret where the site would be. By he in Lubav David lived no spies to shame Hashem okay Israel, and it was in the heart of my father David to build this house to the God of Israel. By Yomer Hashem El David in who says, Yayin in the no spice because you had it in your heart. And basically, as we've said, he was the first one to even turn his attention to a base on big judge. He It is wonderful, it is good that you had this intent in your heart. Ra, but you will not build this house. Rather, the son who will come out of your loins, who he will build the house to my name. And the Kaddish Baruch who fulfilled what he said, and I built it in the stead of my father. I sat in my father's throne, as the Kaddish Baruch who had said, and I have built the house to the glory of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Now, I have made a place for the Aaron, the Ark of the Covenant, as the Kaddish Baruch who has promised in the Covenant when we went out of Egypt. So now he has completed the history lesson. We're going to bless B'nai Yisrael. Again, we get this. He, uh, his prerogative to sit is waived. He spreads his hands to the Kaddish Baruch Hu to bless him. There is none like you, the Kodesh Baruch Hu, who um, rules from above down to the earth and keeps the bris and the chesed that he promised our fathers who are steadfast to him with all their hearts. David, and you have kept your promise to David and you have fulfilled everything you have promised to this day. And now, Kaddish Baruch Hu, guard la'avdecha David avi es asher dibar talo le'mor. In other words, you have fulfilled the promise of the Beis HaMikdash. You have fulfilled the promise of peace and tranquility. There's another thing that is yet to be fulfilled, and Shlomo is reminding him, and it is not that Shlomo is a disinterested party, that Fulfill what you promised my father. That the Davidic dynasty through David, through me, will be eternal. That in other words, it will be everlasting. And Shlomo understands there is a proviso here. 
based on that Yishmeru Bonecha Estarkam Loleches Liponai Kasher Halachta Liponai that they must follow you in everything in the mitzvos in the in the chukim um, everything that you have commanded they must follow. I understand that is conditional that the Davidic dynasty be eternal, and that is what he is asking for. And so now you fulfill, the prayer is that you fulfill all that you promised to David, my father. Because do you think that the Kaddish Baruch Hu dwells on earth, that the earth or even this house is big enough to contain the Kaddish Baruch Hu? It can't contain you, the skies, the heavens, and above, and above the heaven. Certainly this house cannot contain you. And what Shlomo is saying here is a very important and what he believes in, and what is so true in terms of what the Beis Hamikdash represents, because the Kaddish Baruch Hu, as one um, Chazal put it, the Kaddish Baruch Hu doesn't need a home to contain him or a place to dwell. Mankind needs a place to find the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and that is the purpose of the Beis Hamikdash, Tzvila. You must accept the tefillah of your servants, the tachnunim of your people, Ishno el harina, bel hatzfilah, asher abdecha mispalele panecha hayom. The base hamikdash is if nothing else, its prime focus is a place, a place of prayer for the people of Israel. And it delineates three kinds of prayer. Tzvilah, actual worshiping to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, praying to the Kaddish Baruch Hu for your bakashos, your requests, um, his help. El Tachnasa, Tachnasa is a tachana, is a different kind of tzvilah. It's a request where you are saying, the truth is, I don't deserve it. I have done nothing to merit what I'm asking you for. But I am asking you anyway in terms of a tachnunin. Even though I'm not deserving, I'm asking you to exercise your ability to grant these things to one who even is undeserving. And lishmo el harina, listen to the rena, that's the third. Harina can mean two things, it could mean um, crying out to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, either in happiness, in gratitude, or in sadness. Rina could mean both. So observe the Rina, the Tzfilah, the Tachnunim, asher avdecha mispalea hayom, that are giving you today. The Yosei necha pesuchos el habayis hazel laylo v'yom, may your eyes be open to the Tzfilos day and night, el hamakom asher amarti yeshmi, omartah, the place where you have said, I am resting my name there. Shom lishmoa el hatzfilah asher yispalea avdecha el hamakom hazel. 
It leaves no doubt the purpose of the base Hamikdash is Tzvilah. Tzvilah to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. It is not to give the Kaddish Baruch Hu a place to dwell, a resting place. Kaddish Baruch Hu doesn't need it. He transcends heaven and earth. He can't be contained in a building of stone and bricks and mortar. It is your Tzvilah. The Shamata Elchinas may you listen to the Tachnunim, the Amcha Yisrael Asher Yispalalu Hamakom Hazer, where the people bring that touches from the Kom Shiftacha, El Hashemayim, Vishamatsa Vasalapa. May you hear the pleas of your people and grant forgiveness. Esasher Yechta Ishla Reyehu, Venosabo Olav, to the sins that the people come to tell you one against his fellow man. Venosabo Olav Lahaloso. This is interesting. Or where he comes to take an oath. Nosabo Olav. And his oath shall come before you in the Mizbeah. Can you name a single example of an oath taken in the Beis Hamikdash? There is one that Rashi points out, and only one. It is the oath of a Sota, the woman who has been accused by her husband of adultery, where she drinks that water. If she survives, she's innocent. If she doesn't, she's obviously guilty. She dies on the spot. And this is the only place in Jewish halacha where the person has to invoke, where a miracle is invoked. It's a nace. Either she lives or she dies. You take a potion, you swallow it. It is done in the base mikdash, and we will discuss it further, but not now. However, he who is evil and he who comes before you and abuses his fellow man, he will be punished. There is reward and punishment. And the righteous will be rewarded low, according to his sucker. So, and now. Shlomo is turning now to the needs of the community as well. Battle. There is battle with enemies. They come and they invoke your aid in battle. We're talking military. That they come and pray to you for victory, salvation in this Beis Hamikdash. Forgive their sins and return them to the land. Moreover, we come now to Parnassah. The skies close up. There is no rain. Because obviously, and bear this in mind, no rain, famine is a sign of sin of Bnei Israel. Answer their prayers, answer their tshuva, and grant them prosperity, parnasa, through the rain and, and the growth of food. You may bring down this rain. It's a recognition of chet. They come to you sincerely in slicha and kapara and tshuva. Please grant them 
um, the salvation, grant them the prosperity. So too, famine, rav, it's a direct result of the sinning of B'nai Yisrael. Dever, pestilence, these are all of nature, theoretically, but are based in the sins of B'nai Yisrael. Shidorphon is wind blast. Yerachon, the destruction of crops. Arbeb, locusts, use this to take away when they do true kapara, all plague and all illness. Give grant every person's Anyone who comes and asks for forgiveness and has true kapara, this is the place. You know man's heart. You know the sincerity of his tshuva. Um, you know each one's heart. That this is tshuva. Now, Shlomo is going to make a startling pronouncement that in his vision for the base Hamikdash is it that be a place for all the nations, all religions, all denominations, tomorrow morning, 8.45 a.m. Adkan.